Thank you for tuning in to Season 3 of One Bourbon, One Movie, One Beer. To fully appreciate our episodes, we recommend that you have at least seen the movie we're about to cover. Yeah, uh, we're still three friends that love bourbon movies and beer, uh, but please note that none of us are experts in any of these subjects. Yeah, and we still love drinking together. We still love watching movies together, and we still love talking. (laughs) This podcast will contain many spoilers and some adult content. Still, very fucking valid. And still, if you enjoy the show, leave us a rating, five stars are preferred, and uh, leave comments, whatever, we'll interact with you, but uh, share with your friends, share with your family, share with your kids, not your kids, but we love you. <laughs> you can also check out our website, One Bourbon, One Movie, One Beer, that's using the number one instead of the word one. There you can send us an email, stream any of our episodes, find links to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or even chat with us live. And also, uh, any fans want to interact and suggest on the socials movies you'd like us to feature, uh, please drop them in comments, Facebook, Twitter, all uh, those Instagram, things. all the Grammys, whatever those things are. And then enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 39, Snatch. Snatch, season three, yeah, The official winner of our first ever March movie madness tournament. <laughs> I'm with. I am Paul. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Do I have what? Do I have a choice? <laughs> no, no, no. no. You don't have a choice. Go on, what would it take for you to, in front of hundreds, thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people? It's a lot of people. To walk up and slap somebody in the face. I'd have to win an Oscar afterwards. Like, what's my motivation? <laughs> yeah. Did somebody make what a would it take Jane joke for you or? to have to do something like that? Mm. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> I think that radio silence. All three of us are like, probably wouldn't, probably wouldn't do that. Probably wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Be the guy yeah. who did that. Yeah. I'm not doing it. But I mean, he got away with it because he's fucking. Will Smith, like, fuck, you can do whatever he wants. Yeah. <laughs> you can bitch slap Oscar winner. And then go get an Oscar right Will afterwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who can do that but him? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Still thinking about that. Yeah, it's Who's thinking about that? I'm Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, yeah, you, um, for whoever has not listened to our um, bonus episodes, we did a movie tournament. And we had some fun movies in there, animated movies, comedy, heists, yeah. and snatch action, up winning. some not action. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. We had at least one movie in there that was do it. probably in the wrong category, hey, but you know. Hey, it didn't win, you bunch of panties, all right? So whatever. <laughs> it got the same score as the other movie that listen, was in its listen, category. Just because you all though. got snake oiled doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh... So we've been looking forward to doing this episode for a while. This is our first official episode of season three. Yes. It yeah. is official. So yeah, who wants to go first on first impressions of Snatch? Mm. From 2001, I believe. I it was a few years ago, yeah. first impressions. <laughs> Good Lord. Ryan's like, uh, <laughs> we started this tournament and <laughs> that was my second impression of it. Maybe. No, but... If you were born that year, you can listen to this podcast and drink along. That's how old this movie is. Exactly. 
Yikes. Did I math that right? I, I mean, that right. we could have gone with the older film. <laughs> we could have. Right. Yeah. Which we is will even eventually older. we will eventually do that movie for sure. Oh, the one where like if you if you watch that film, you brought you graduated in high school at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> me, not you yeah. guys, but me. <laughs> yeah, that one. Um, I mean, I'll go first. Uh, I think I actually I think Snatch was the first Guy Ritchie film that I watched, and then it prompted me to go into watching the rest of his catalog of films. Right. That happened to me too. I watched Snatch first and then I went back and watched Locke. Mm-hmm. Which and is funny because other people were like, you haven't seen Locke's duck? And I was like, what? Yeah. But I was well, like, Snatch was I so remember, good. I remember seeing a couple pieces of, I think it was Lockstock that I watched because my brother was watching it one day and I was over and I just walked in, saw some stuff. And I'm like, oh, looks interesting. And he talked about how much he loved them. So it wasn't shortly after that, but it was a while later where I think I was on Amazon scrolling around just for looking for something to watch. And that came up mm-hmm. or Snatch came up. So I was like, you know, what? I've heard a lot about this. Let's watch it. And I remember watching it. And again, this is before I've seen any of Guy Ritchie's movies. So for the first hour it's all over the place (laughs) everybody is doing their own thing and you're like what the hell is going on um and then as the screen the whole time you you get towards that last half hour and things start to come together and then you get the big twist at the end um i mean man i was blown away it immediately made me want to watch all of his other movies Mm -hmm. um so first impressions i loved it i also love those that style of movies because i mean it's a heist movie if you ask if you ask any guy i don't want to just segment our audience but if you ask any guy what is like one of the top film categories you watch heist is going to be in there yeah anytime you watch a movie like that even if they don't know that's the category they're yeah. talking about it's gonna be like <laughs> oh yeah well i had a i had a friend ask me this a couple months ago he's like what are your favorite movie categories and i went through them and he asked me he's like what about heist movies and i thought about it up until that point i never really categorized them in their own lane but when he said that, I started thinking of all the movies I would then put in that category. Well, that was right when we were setting up our March Movie Madness tournament. Oh too, no, this think, was this was before then. This oh, is okay. what I, this conversation drew me to recommend that. Okay, um, I was about to say, wow, the stars aligned, yeah. and then we set it up, and yeah, no. we picked like twenty-seven movies. We're like, let's get it down to like four. <laughs> no, but when he when we were talking about that. It made me think of all the movies that I love that are in the genre. And Snatch always comes to mind when thinking about it. So, first impressions, I love the movie. I still love it. Every time I watch it, I have basically the same experience. Enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. Right. Um, And I think the cool thing is, even if you haven't seen it for a while and you forget some bits and pieces... Because there's so many different storylines, mm-hmm. 
it's easy to forget where you like where certain scenes are within the film so it always almost gives you a new experience because you forget oh yeah this scene with so and so comes after this one but you're thinking about it yeah um, it might be one of those things that you were <clears throat> gravitated to the yeah last time you watched it and now you, yeah. you start watching it from a different character's perspective yeah so all in all fun movie Definitely warranted to win the fun movie bracket. Just the first yeah. fun movie of season three. I love it. <laughs> I'll stop there. Nice. All right, Paul. Me or you? Um, I'll go. <clears throat> so I say we're gonna do the rock paper scissors. <laughs> <laughs> I give you paper. No, I go back pretty far for this one. I was well. I was in my. I was in January two thousand one. I was in my second college. I just got to my second college. So you saw this um, in theaters, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> I think I did, actually, yeah. Um, and also, like, I, I was a big fan of uh, the soundtrack. A friend of mine um, was, like, in this, like, really into burning CDs and sending to friends. <laughs> it's, like, random CD mixes and stuff. And he just sent me this whole soundtrack. And uh, I used to play it on repeat all the time for some reason, just because I liked the movie and it brought me back to it. But I, at the time, it was, like, going back and forth with, like, Brad Pitt being, like... Because I'm in Fight Club, and he's awesome in Fight Club. And I was thinking, you know, what's he going to do in this film? He's playing another boxer. Like, I couldn't tell from, like, the posters and shit initially what it was going to be. But after watching, I was like, dude, it's, it's my fucking favorite. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, dude. And then, like, and the funny part about this film is, like, what you know from, like, looking back, what you know from Jason Statham if you were to like not see this this film and then see like his other shit later, the, all the action stuff like like mechanic and fucking uh, Jesus, every goddamn crank, like crank, yeah, yeah, crank, you wouldn't even think. But this one, the he's basically he's he doesn't really play other than this scene with the baseball bat, right? Where he's he's like defending the fucking uh, his little casino thing. Other than that, he doesn't do anything. He's mostly just walking around narrating and talking shit. You would never know he could quickly kick you in the top of the head. Yeah. Right, exactly. You're, you're not <laughs> thinking that he's a fighter. Right, exactly. And that's the thing, too, is I like that, because that's my first experience with Jason Statham, is this film, right? So, like, seeing him as that character, and then seeing him turn into this other, and seeing him do all the other Guy Ritchie films and all the various roles he's done is is awesome. But I, I, I was a fan of him right out of the gate from this film, too. But I also loved seeing all the other actors that I like from other stuff. Uh, but he sealed Horos in there, and like that whole opening sequence is ridiculous. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> like him talking to just casually about Jesus and the story of Christianity, <laughs> like as he's about to go rob a fucking diamond place, <laughs> and he's in Antwerp. It was insane. But uh, I do, I do remember feeling like it was. It reminded me of Tarantino style, like just chopped up movie and scattered bits and it was confusing. Mm -hmm. But like the dialogue was so solid that it keeps you intrigued. And then like you don't lose interest. And and if you pay attention enough, you can follow along and connect the dots. But there's like we were talking about before, lots of plot twists where you're like, you don't see shit coming. And even the end, you're like, wow, that's so great. But just like, how did I not see any of that shit coming? And uh but I just I just remember coming out of the theater watching her and watching it a couple times later, just going, This is this is a great flick. And it's one of those like it wasn't your standard movie action, anything. It was heist movie, but it was like funny as hell, but it was English yeah. comedy. It was it was great. So and also I'm a huge fan of Eddie Jones too. He's the shit in this movie. Danny. And uh 
I, I saw a piece of trivia that was like one of the scenes where he goes to like up to the window, like when he taps on the window. The first part you see him walk up, it's not him, it's a double where they filmed it because he wasn't available because he was in jail for fighting the night before, <laughs> which I think is hilarious because <laughs> he was because he used to be a professional soccer player and he was aggressive as fuck on the field. <laughs> like he would take people to fuck I mean, out. it makes sense. Yeah. I feel like the dude from uh, the main, one of the main guys on, uh, Jesus Christ, uh, Ted Lasso. Um, oh, yeah, like uh, the guy uh, that ends up being the coach in the yeah, second season. Uh, who's, no, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm talking about the guy who retires. The, yeah. yeah. What's his name? Roy God. Kent? Roy, Roy Kent. Kent. Roy Kent. <laughs> I feel like Roy Kent is kind of kind of based on him a little bit because he's like aggressive. He's just like, he gives this like front of aggression and anger and like this beast, but he's also kind of can be a nice guy a little bit if you want. he needs to be. Like there's that part <laughs> where he's just sitting there and he's like, he's looking at uh, the other guy. He's like, shoot the dog. And he's like, you fucking kidding me? <laughs> He's like, no, I'm not going to shoot the dog. <laughs> like, that's not in my job description today. Right. But like the intro scene, you first see him, he smashing a dude's head in the fucking door. <laughs> and he's like, bonjour. <laughs> so you're like, well, who is this guy? <laughs> Moving <But>, on. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, was, I remember being uh, impressed by a lot of all the different characters. Not just like Brad Pitt and the Means, but like all the side characters were great too. So, Yeah. I had a, I was a big fan right out of the gate for this film. It was fun. It was heisty. Funny. Fun movie. Good shit. <laughs> Your turn. My turn. Uh, first takes. I did not see this in the movie theaters, mm-hmm. but I saw it at a friend's house who was allowed to do a lot cooler things than I was. Like I'd go ah. to his house to play like the mature video games and watch R-rated movies. <laughs> I was always like, Mom, can I go to this guy's house and hang nice. out for like the afternoon? Um, but he really liked it because especially of Brad Pitt. Yeah. And he was like, you have to see this movie. It's awesome. It's really fun. Um, all the action in it, the heist and everything. He, he was telling me all about it. I was like, well, quit talking about it. Put it in. Let's go. And he right. put it into his Xbox, the first generation Xbox. Yep. First gen. New and player, we watched baby. it up there. And I think I got like halfway through it and I was like, I'm going to call my mom. I'm just spending the night here. And we watched that. And then we watched... Um, like Troy and like we watched like three or four different movies. But like he was just in a Brad Pitt kick, and I was like, I like that we started with Snatch. Like, what what else can we watch? Um, then it ends up with River Runs Through It. You're like, um, yeah, we're going the wrong direction. <laughs> now. No, um, I think we watched uh <clears throat> Troy and maybe like Crank or something because mm-hmm. it was it was like Jason Statham and Brad Pitt. It was just like actiony movies. Um. <laughs> Crank is that. Yeah. <laughs> and only that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was one of those things where I watched this movie and I was having so much fun with it. I liked all the way that it was uh, pieced together with different stories happening at the same time. Um, and then we watched Crank later and I was like, oh, like he's, he was actually doing a little bit more acting, air quotes, in Snatch. Mm-hmm. Like, then every other movie that I saw Jason Statham in after that, besides more, maybe, yeah. maybe the Italian job, I was like, he's just yeah. being Jason Statham yeah. <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Like, he doesn't change his voice. He doesn't like act super surprised or anything. He's just like, I'm just gonna go do my job. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like done. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I remember finishing it and I was like, I want to be able to like buy this movie, but I wasn't allowed to have it at home. So yeah. I would just like go to friends' houses and watch it at their house. So yeah. 
I had a blast with it. And then after I'd seen it, I'd got to college and started seeing a lot more of Guy Ritchie's stuff the the next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like Sherlock Holmes, all those movies started coming out and I became a big, big fan. Yeah. It's funny though, now you mention it, and when I was talking about the uh, Jason Statham starting off with his films, there's a surprisingly huge amount of action stars that have come out or started with Guy Ritchie films. Like mm-hmm. Tom Hardy, Idris Elba, fucking... Uh, yeah. Uh, he had Gerard Butler and Idris Elba and oh, the Rock I'm, and Roller. I'm remembering exactly why yeah. my friend wanted me to watch this movie. We had just seen Smoke and Aces. Right. Nice. And okay. Smoke and Aces like really reminded him of it. Yeah. But it, it was like... We saw that movie, and then he was like, "Yeah, it's you like Smoke Brad Pitt Aces, too, right? It's like, just the actual action, yeah, <laughs> version of this. Yeah, it's like it was just one of those things. It was, it was like we had seen that like a day or two before, and then I was at his house. He's like, "Oh yeah, Smoke and Aces." He's like, "And you like Brad Pitt, right?" And I was like, "Well, yeah." He's like, "You're gonna love this, right?" <laughs> I was like, and he was not wrong. Yeah, absolutely loved it. Still love yeah. it. I watched it like five times in the last month just preparing for the tournament and then for today yeah um so yeah fun movie all around let's see we changed our order up a little bit this season we're gonna do our favorite stuff yeah first we're gonna save go, the cons we're gonna, we're gonna push the sad stuff back save a bit. save those cons for the dessert yeah <laughs> um favorite let's see we want to do like our favorite parts of the movie or the way that the Story goes, we talked a lot about it in the tournament, but we can talk about it on this episode. I mean, I'll, I have two favorite scenes from this movie, um, and they both involve a similar cast of characters. <laughs> um, the first, well, my favorite scene is the is when the three black guys go to rob the boogie. That's such a I, fu- I mean, it yeah. is. Well, if I had my notes printed out, I would be fucking Vinny Saul. And, it uh, is so good. It, meeting Tyrone. Tyrone just Tyrone. can't even get out of the car. <laughs> everything about everything about Tyrone and just the That's interaction fuck. between the Vinny three looks guys. At him, he's like, he's a getaway driver. What's he, he took get a, away from? <laughs> this is Tyrone. He took a rally car course. <laughs> <laughs> took a rally car um, course. But everything about that scene, so when they get in the car, they go to rob the bookie, um, they go to leave, and then Tyrone is useful and actually goes and gets um, Frankie. And I was laughing the entire time. Every time I watch that, I'm just smiling or laughing because mm-hmm. it's it's just an absolute cluster that they cause every little bit of it every single thing that could go wrong i mean goes wrong you get there why don't you park over there it's tight like there's a there's nothing there and then right after that he backs into the van that frankie's in fucking jumbo jet and they're like why are we waiting here we're waiting for a guy with four fingers that is stuck in the van behind you (laughs) Yeah. That you have no idea of. <laughs> yeah, did you count his fingers? How am I going to count the fingers all the way from over here? Like, it's, then they get great... in, and Vinny gets stuck in the shutters. <laughs> <laughs> um, but everything about that scene cracks me up, especially, and especially when it ends with 
two of the guys sitting on the ground taking their masks off, looking look up at <laughs> right the at the camera. Just, it's it's utterly hilarious. And so, fucking Tyrone opens the door. I love what are you guys that. Doing? <laughs> it's so good. Easily followed by with those same three guys when Bricktop visits them. And starts to explain mm-hmm. how much pigs can eat. Right, without even introducing himself. <laughs> yeah, without even introducing in, himself. Starts telling them this story, and they're like, just making some tea. <laughs> starts talking about pigs, what they can eat, and they are so confused. And then he describes like to, He's like, you gotta do this so that you like, don't mess up the teeth. And, like, and gives all the ratios out. and measured amounts. May be wary of anybody that has a pig farm. Yeah. It was... Which uh, he has. That's yeah. what he's like. And then he goes into explaining what nemesis means. And you're like, oh, fuck. He's about to... He might murder these guys. <laughs> when I first saw that, I was like, yeah. oh, they're fucked. <laughs> so that... Those are my two favorite scenes, and mainly because I love those three guys. They're hilarious. Anything they're in is awesome, especially at the end when they're in that little hallway and Boris somehow just doesn't die. <laughs> yeah, the blade. Um, but I think those are elements that I love because it's it's just a different kind of humor that it's not meant to be funny. It's just, it's happening because these guys are inexperienced. They have no idea what they're doing. And they're just trying to make some money. It's that Murphy's Law, like, yeah. character. Or there's three of them. Where they're yeah. just all like, anything that can go wrong is going to happen. And then there's that the dog happen, that good eats stuff. the squeaker toy. Yeah, the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. Swallow so, those are my Those are my favorite scenes. If I had to pick a favorite character, I'd probably have to go with Tyrone. He, he's just only because you Tyrone. can't pick Brad Pitt. Like, yeah, it's like everybody's because I'm going not to pick because Brad I'm Pitt. going first. I'm not going to pick Brad Pitt just for y'all sakes. But I love him. He cracks me up. He's utterly useless, <laughs> except for the fact that he's the one that found Frankie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like just going and karate chopping him in the neck. Yeah, it, he's involved in. Uh, one of my favorite scenes, and this season I'm going to try really hard not to just be like the whole movie. Yeah, that'd be this great. whole half of the movie. That'd be helpful. That's every single scene with, with Brad scenes. Pitt in it. So there's just like, a category that it would be helpful if you fit into it. My, I have, I do have two, but it's not just like bookending the whole movie. Um, <laughs> the beginning and the end. He's involved in my first favorite scene, which is uh, the whole dog and rabbit chase. Yep, proper fucked. The proper <clears throat> fuck. Yes. Yeah. Um. Because they also mirror that with him with being, being the rabbit yeah. <laughs> that's being chased by literally other dogs. Right. Yeah. Um, I love that scene so much because it's just like, it's a it, genius scene. That was a massive like, par- parallel, this, yeah. Yeah, Guy Ritchie's like, I'm going to use this to basically just make sure that Jason Statham's character, Turkish, gets literally fucked over. <laughs> and it's like, now he's in the pocket of all these people at the same time. He's got to figure out a way out. But he's also going to use the Tyrone character, who is the only person that's been recognized in this video by, I think it was by Bulletooth? No, it was by the, um, what are the henchmen? One of the henchmen, yeah. yeah. So He's like, oh, fucking Tyrone. Yeah, it's like, that guy. Um, but then it mirrors all that together, and it basically plays out at the same time. And But Tyrone gets captured. 
and interrogated, and then the actual rabbit gets away. So it's like two yeah. totally different endings of the same parallel that he's using. And I love it so much. Yeah. Um, and my second favorite scene is uh, the actual scene. We talked about it a lot during the tournament. Um, if you go back and listen to it, you'll hear us in-depth talk about it. But where everything comes to a point towards the second <clears throat> finishing of the second act of the movie basically there's like three different points of view of the same scene yeah and they all just collide and yeah. then it's interesting the way that they play it out because it's like you could easily have found a way to play them all at once or something or have like back and forth back and forth back and forth but yeah. they let one play all the way out then they let one play like halfway out yep. and then they have one that plays like a third out and then it finally finishes i'm like Okay, I just pieced a, a puzzle together now, and I love it. Do it yeah. again. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's funny that I didn't see that. Well, I saw some of the stuff in the rewatch last time. I totally forgot about how like it starts with them sitting down with Doug the Head, selling him the diamond to Avi in New York, which is the very end of the film because Avi gives up, fucking goes back to New York, and then they find the dog hear the squeaky, take him to the vet, and find the diamond. And now the two, him and Tommy, are sitting there at the very end. Yeah. But the whole movie is in between those two parts. And the very end is, alludes to the idea that Avi ends up getting a diamond from them. And everyone else is just not involved anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <Or> dead. <laughs> but those are the two scenes that I'm just like, when people ask me about it, I'm like, there's just so much that happens. And, right. there's, and I always try and be vague about that scene if they haven't seen the movie. I'm like... But once you've seen the movie, you can talk about it more. And you're like, because of the original heist, all this stuff got put into motion. Yeah. And then it finally just literally collides. Like yeah. three different story arcs all like, hit. Yeah. yeah. And that's literally in a car accident for it's most of it. Yeah. So good. One yeah, guy throws it. milk out the window. One guy gets hit by a car because of that milk. <laughs> like all this shit. It's, just, it's chaos and all over the streets. Favorite I should character. Have, I should have chosen Boris as a favorite character. I say favorite character. Boris is great. <laughs> Boris the Blade. When he walks back in the house and just He's comes so pissed out with off. a rifle. He's just swearing. And he grabs what's his nuts by the balls and like moves him out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> comes back out with a machine He's gun. Been hit by a car. In a car wreck. Hit by car. Dodging bullets. Dodging bullets. Well, and a bag over his head the whole time. He's like walking in the street, trying to figure out where he is. Stole my thunder a little bit, but uh, Boris the Blade. Oh, is my favorite character. Well, damn it! If I'm not picking Brad Pitt, like I mean, again, you pick Brad Pitt. Go ahead, what got? Because I want to pick Boris. Okay. <laughs> I want to leave Brad Pitt. I up could pick for you. I could pick five different characters as my favorite. I was waiting to see what you guys did and just go in another direction because there's so many choices. Especially because I watched it one more time today and on today's watch, I was like, Boris is the shit. Boris is the shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just comes in, he kills the guy and they're like, well, now what are you going to do? He's like, I'll just chop off his hand and leave. I'll figure it out and later. Boris is like, well, all again, the shit. Another, buddy, yeah. another great scene involving those three dudes. Yeah. Three those two, two guys. Favorites. Yeah, those two if you, favorites. If you remember, like, his brother who is in the original heist is just called the Russian, like the guy who's mm -hmm. telling him, Boris, Boris, don't kill him. <laughs> like the, all the things he tells Boris not to do, Boris fucking does. <laughs> God, that, that's another fantastic scene. Just walking in. I mean, they, where's the diamond? Oh, it's in the case. We'll open it. Well, you shot the guy in the head and knew the code. We, we can't do that now. And Where the hell would you put it back in the case? <laughs> and I was also thinking, like, while I was watching the movie, I was like, it's hard to pick a favorite scene because a lot of the scenes are so quick. 
There's yeah. a lot. Yeah. It's a fast-paced movie. While you're trying to think part. of one, you think of another one, and then another one, and another yeah. one. Yeah, and then something new happens. So, yeah, on to you, Paul. Oh, God damn, it's a tough one for me, because there's so many good scenes. Um... I couldn't decide between Brad Pitt's character and freaking. Bullock I was about to say you can start with character. <laughs> well, it's, that's my thing. My character, my scenes are attached to character. I'll do I'll do two scenes and two characters. I'll do it that way because I just can't. I like it. So neither one of you chose either one of them. So I'll so allow my it. favorite scene with Bulltooth Tony is that scene where he's just like systematically destroying using a penis euphemism. Of the three of those douchebags. <laughs> like, the part that's funniest about that scene to me every time I see it is that they already had guns. Like, they had a shotgun from fucking Terminator 2 <laughs> that they lost at the bookies. And then instead, he gets replicas <laughs> after that. Like, they know the stakes are high, but they still are like, you know, let's get replicas. And then he tries, they try to take out him, who has a fucking Desert Eagle 5.0 or .50. <laughs> I was yeah, like, read, read my gun. Yeah. That scene was great because it was just like, it was so casual, and it gives it gives Vinny Jones a chance to like to act and like be a character rather than just this like enforcer kind of dude. He's in it's like Juggernaut and other films and like random. And that's shit. who he is in. I think he's in Smoke and Aces too. Like he's just like an assassin that yeah. gets sent in. Yeah, like that's become his character. Right, and then he's like the angry English guy, soccer hooligan in. Uh, uh, he's with with Blade Wars the Blade uh, in another film, uh, Euro Trip. Yeah. Because Eurotrip, uh, the guy Raid, his name, I think his real name is Raid, but he's Boris. He's he does in, also uh, always Bratislava. Play like, <laughs> he does also play a lot of like mean coaches. Yeah, he does. <laughs> but he uh, he's the best. I love Eddie Jones. He's so good, and uh, that scene's great with him. And then Brad Pitt is out of control in this film, and like the accent he uses, the shit he gets to do, like just. You can tell he's having fun the whole fucking time. Like, just every scene he's in, he's chewing the fuck up. But that one scene when he's fighting, uh, he first, the first fight scene in the, in like, the little fucking barn where mm-hmm. he's fighting, uh, gorgeous George, and George is just beating the fuck out of him, and he just keeps getting up and stretching another leg. I'm about to say when he's, and he fucking, <laughs> he's not even, like, ready yet. He just gets thrown against the thing. He's like, oh, all right, stretch, stretch. And then he's like, all right, boys, get me up. And then he takes his shirt off. One shot of the guys in the dirt. And I was like, that scene was like, I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> like, that's the moment I was like, Tyler Durden can eat a bag of dicks because this guy would destroy him. <laughs> but Gosh. yeah, I, but that whole, like his, his character for me has the most opportunity to, to, to with range for the film, right? He goes yeah. from this goofy, like underestimated, like sneaky gypsy to this bare knuckle boxing beast or boxing beast. To the scene where he he his mom dies and he, like he's at the fire, mm-hmm. that is the most heart fucking breaking scene, in like where he's trying like to so run in, like he's trying to run into the trailer basically. He's trying his buddies back. are holding him back, his family and like he won't. He's just crying, it's bawling his eyes out, and the and like the watching him rage out and then the drunk like funeral scenario mm-hmm. afterwards and all the shit he's going through. For him to collect himself enough to pull off what they pull off at the end so systematically is incredible. That whole scene is more like, like how would you feel if you were, <laughs> was burned alive in a fucking caravan to motivate you to go in a stupid-ass boxing fight? Like, that's the dumbest thing Bricktop did, does in this yeah. film, you know? And I was like, oh, that was un-fucking-necessary entirely. Yeah. But 
watching that scene, like that's one of Brad Pitt's best scenes I've ever seen him in. Like he's This was like for me, this was like the prime Brad Pitt years. Like yeah, this dude. is when he was making again, Troy, this, yeah. Fight Club, um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Like he was just yeah, was in just, a groove for like yeah. five to ten years where I was like, everything yeah. he makes, I'm gonna go see. It's all gonna be good. I mean, after I saw him in an interview, it was like he just kills every role out roll after roll the roll. Like his earlier stuff was good. He was doing like you know, rom- romantic, like weird artsy films mm-hmm. and stuff and and you know, Benjamin Buttons and well, whatnot. Well this was also I think right in the middle of the Oceans yeah. series. Like I think mm-hmm. he had Oceans thirteen coming up after like a couple years after this movie Ocean's or Ocean's no, 11 no this was 11 and then 12 came after this i think i think i gotta look up Ocean's 11 i think i think Ocean's 11 came out after this i'm not certain i'm gonna look i'm, I'm checking yeah 2001 is a long time ago yeah um but i, I, I guess i'm thinking about when i saw the man movie. and he's he's produced a lot of movies too mm-hmm. yeah he's been all over the place I'll tell you what the most... Before we go to Bourbon, I'll tell you what the most surprising oh. thing... Ocean's Eleven was the same year. But this uh-huh. one came out first. I was technically right, because that was in January. Ocean's came out... In February? In December. <laughs> so almost... Oh. Book into the years. Later. Yeah. Um, but the thing I was most surprised about before we go on to Bourbon, um, when I watched it today, that Matthew Vaughn produced this movie. Snatch. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, that's... Something I've noticed recently is that Matthew Vaughn and Guy Ritchie have a very similar style. They use it differently, but the style and the shooting and the way that their stories play out, I was like, that makes so much sense now <laughs> that I finally saw like that name go across the the screen. I was like, oh, light bulb went off there. Yeah. Alrighty. You guys Jeez. ready for some bourbon? I am ready for bourbon. And or some whiskey. <laughs> Get posible. So, it's going to be harder for me to do this on every episode now, I think, but making connections is kind of my thing. So, I thought it'd be fun since there are some stuff that is Irishy, especially with the Pikes. Yeah. It's like, what is the accent? Is it Irish? Is it... English, like I'm not sure. Pikeish, it it's Pikeish. Turkish literally describes that. He's like, it's not quite English. It's not quite Irish. It's somewhere in the middle. It's, it's somewhere there. It's on that line. But I brought in some Irish whiskey, and its name is Proper Twelve. Nice. Which is the um, Conor McGregor whiskey, I believe. Yeah, uh-huh. it is. But Speaking I get a fighters. I first picked it because it was just an Irish whiskey, and then I was like, oh yeah, proper fucked. Yep. <laughs> it's perfect. Um, but I wanted to also taste it versus a bourbon, you know, to see how different an Irish whiskey is compared to a bourbon. Right. So. Because it's true. You can make a, a Irish whiskey exactly like a bourbon if you wanted to. You just can't call it a bourbon because we bogarted that title. Because we're <laughs> Americans and we're douchebags. It's like champagne. But if you wanted to... But, the Irish have no interest usually in making a bourbon flavored whiskey. They do. They have their own deal going usually. Because Irish whiskey is the shit. I'm a big fan. I do like Irish whiskeys. So do we want to try mm-hmm. a regular bourbon first? Or do we want to try the proper 12 well, I didn't know what we were doing in a regular bourbon. He I just, know that was a thing. Just said he was, it he was, probably wasn't a thing until you saw that I brought this today. 
You did bring a special bourbon. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to be like Basil Hayden or Buffalo So which Fizz. one do you think is going to get proper fucked is the question. <laughs> yeah. no. Which one do you think will be better? Yes. Which go... one gets proper fucked? Let's just go for this guy. So Ryan's starting off with the proper 12. I'm down. I say we start Irish, we go barrel. Thank you, sir. Because, yeah, because Brian, Brian, Brian brought Ooh. us a new barrel bourbon to try alongside it, too. Interesting. So yeah. it's going to be proper 12 versus barrel Armida. Yes, yeah, am I saying that right? I have no idea. Armida? Armida? <laughs> You're asking me? Armida? I like it. Connor's, he's got a little speech on the back. <laughs> you gotta read the read the label. You can't know your drink unless you read what they put on the label. They put some stuff on there. Sometimes they're interesting. Sometimes it's just a quote from a fucking '80s rap song. I was about to say, is it a juicy double quote yeah. on there? Sometimes it's "Baby Got Back." Whatever. Can't win them all. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, proper twelve. What do you guys think? Ooh, it's pretty good. I'm trying to think of what the main difference that I find when I drink these. It's like almost like a scotch. Yeah. They lean in the scotch direction versus like the, the... Like we're not getting much caramel action. This, like Not a lot. That, that, it's It's got a little bit of sweetness to it, but I'm really tasting the smoky... Like when I drink a scotch and yeah. I order a scotch somewhere, people are always like, yeah. oh, you like to drink smoke? I'm like... Well, no, but I do enjoy that flavor. Well, like, so. we're going in the direction of, like the rise. They they use peat over there. The peatiness, very, yeah, yeah. Which is a really crazy process if you've seen it. Yeah. There's a awesome. Anybody who's interested is a really awesome uh, Netflix. Oh, not Netflix. Is it Netflix? Hulu. Fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> no, I I was there's a really good one on bourbon that I watched. It's hilarious. It got uh, neat. With, uh, neat. That's the one. That's the one on. Is that Hulu? I don't know. That's one of the... I think it's Hulu. It's probably on like Tubi now. It's really easy to Google people. <laughs> just fucking Google it. But the point is, uh, um, Steve Zahn is in that one. He's funny as hell. He, every fucking 10 minutes, he says something. He's just him, and he's telling a joke and drinking bourbon. But right after that, I watched one about um, uh, Scotch and Irish whiskeys. It was really, really good. And it showed you, like... It took you to all the cool places over there, all the distilleries. See, I'm not getting <clears throat> any... I'm not getting any of that smoky taste. I'm getting a lot of that, I think, the peatiness that you were talking yeah, about. I'm not getting any of that. You're I not know any peatiness? Mm-mm. Well, I've also had <laughs> I have a couple of um things that would be reviewed as having that peat taste. Fancier. fancier. I'm not really getting this. I'm getting I like the taste, but it's not well, it's just kind up. of one note. There's not a whole lot happening there. I mean, this is this. If you were to line up a bunch of whiskeys, I would, and this was the only Irish whiskey I would identify this as the Irish whiskey of the group because mm-hmm. it's got that. It's hitting the notes of an Irish whiskey, but it's not sticking out like a. It doesn't taste like Tillamadu. Every time I have an Irish whiskey, I try and think of Jameson. <clears throat> yeah, and oh, this. Th- no, Jameson's better than this. This is not on the same level as Jameson. No. It's hitting the note that it needs to hit to taste like Brian's that right. Irish there's a, whiskey. There's a singular note. But like I do get that yeah. I don't know how to explain it on a like on the microphone. Like, I mean 
Because scotch, like, it doesn't just, it's not just smoke I'm tasting when I have a scotch. Like, but I'm getting whatever that, like, back end of that flavor is. It smells like somebody took a, like, a inhaled a pipe and they were like, over the, over the barrel and that was it. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not getting any of that. Like, it's not really strong. No, I'm agreeing with you. That's what I'm saying. It's, just, it's, it's, it's like there, just it's the light. touch of it. Yeah. Just a very slight Always. touch on the nose. No, I'm not getting any slight touches. You're like not even that. Not I can't. Even. I I love you, but I can't. I can't even agree because I don't get any of that. To be honest with you, hmm. that I mean, that's just me. That's yeah. your fucking palate, all right, pal. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. So what Flaviar has to say. Yeah, let's get on it, Flaviar. They probably have it. It's this Conor episode. McGregor, it's a not brought to drink. you by Flaviar. No, yet. <laughs> yet. But do you guys want to try some bourbon right. against it after we do this? I do. <laughs> I mean, Paul's like, yes, 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 yes. I want to try that bourbon, so hell yeah. <laughs> I got to finish my proper 12 first. I just finished mine on purpose. <laughs> so just for reference. I'm not getting, I'm not really. It, does it say all the things that it's we said? It's not as bad as the acai spring, is it? <laughs> no. No. It's not making you that angry. <laughs> it's, so within this, like, the three biggest flavors are vanilla, green apple, and honey. Nope. Mm-mm, then no. there's floral, which I can yes. I can get some I'll aftertaste. It, I'll give it floral. Aftertaste, like I'm tasting that floral. I'm not giving it apple. Nature. Bullshit. I give it a little bit, not green apple, but when you, once you swallow g- it, in the first two uh, seconds after you swallow it, you, it almost, you have a little bit of an apple feel, you ever, like the apple taste. You ever, you know what a green apple is supposed to taste like, right? Like a like a really yeah. awesome flavorful Granny Smith. You ever had one that tastes like cardboard, like a red delicious? No, oh I'm God. thinking of that's what it tastes so, like. So red delicious is labeled as red delicious specifically because it tastes like shit. No one <laughs> cooks with it, makes a fucking pie with it. That's the one that sits on your teacher's desk for the whole school year because no one will eat it. <laughs> Damn. I just took another sip and it does taste like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it does have a little hint of that. But then it has almond, or it's saying toasted uh-huh. wood, almonds, gingerbread, I think, fruit, does spicy. Does it say toasted almond or just raw? <laughs> <laughs> I think but, it's the, the toasted wood is what I'm trying to explain with the smokiness for me. Like, it's like, there's something there that's like a singe, but it's not like... I'm not, it's not a full-on smokiness. I'm getting. I guess. I guess if you would mix almonds and flowers together, that's what I'm. <laughs> yeah, if you were to mix almonds and flowers and huh? set them on fire Excuse across me. the field and smell it from the distance, if you give, if you said, if you just gave me <laughs> almond flour, just almond flour, burned almond it. flour, right scorched, here. gently toasted almond flour. No, but it does. I guess the only taste that is reminiscent is, like, I'll uh, I'll have put almond milk in my smoothies. And yeah. there's a little hint of what you get from... Still don't understand almond milk. Almond milk. Almonds don't have teats. You can't have milk out of them. You can't milk yeah. an almond. Hey. <laughs> hey. You ever tried? Yes. You ever pressed it hard enough? Yeah, I've tried it. Doesn't work. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think that's interesting. Don't they just, like... Blend them and put them in water and 
whatever yeah. juice and they just strain they it. Blanch them. They just, just they just strain yeah, it. They strain it. It's gross. <laughs> it's disgusting. But it's vegan, so you know you can use it in those vegan. Yeah, it's a milk alternative. So here's the water. thing: is vegan. <laughs> Bottom line, I don't mind proper twelve. It, I think it's pretty good. I think it's a decent one just to sip if you want something cheap to sip. Mm-hmm. And your venture, and, and it's like your first venture into Irish whiskeys. But. I don't think uh, there's just I not more a lot. Of McGregor. There's not a lot happening for me. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to celebrity alcohol, that's I not mean, that's not the making only, it in my bar. Let me put it this way: the only thing I can guess is that Connor's been punched in the face so many times that his taste buds are dead. <laughs> he has cauliflower taste buds and ears. <laughs> well, here's the thing. This would be one that you could just easily get drunk off of because oh, yeah. you're, not, you're not sitting there, man, I didn't want to savor this taste. I could also get drunk off a Christopher Palace vodka, but I wouldn't. <laughs> True. It's it's one of those that... <laughs> True. It's one of those that, not wrong. like Ryan's saying, it's a good intro. Oh it's God. a good price point. Um, it has some of the notes that the Irish whiskeys are going to have. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because normally it's me tasting it totally different than both of you. And yeah. today it was Brian tasted it a lot more differently than Paul and I did. So yeah. everybody's different and they taste things differently sometimes. I see, I mean, a, little, I see a little Ryan a little bit yours. I do, I do err the side of smoke, but it's not. Definitely it's, not a dominant. It's not what we're used to or expect out of the bourbons that we like. So Yeah, looking at this flavor From what wheel, I've tasted... In bourbons, scotches, and whiskeys, I'm I just yeah I don't get any of that. Looking at the flavor wheel, it's definitely like when it said just toasted wood. I was like, that's as close as I can get to my explanation of it. It's like there's like just a touch. It's barely there. What in like here. a match? Like what kind of wood are we talking? Yeah, just light a match. Just a little bit of a birthday candle smoke. <laughs> birthday candle smoke. <laughs> well, look, I'll give you this. I'm struggling with allergies, and it is pollen season, yeah. so maybe my taste buds are off. Great. Now we got to do this all over again. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. freaking Claritin, and we'll come back. <laughs> it's, it's nothing crazy, but I'd drink it again. It's one of those... Yeah, if somebody was like, yeah, give it to me, I'd drink it. It's not I, might, I might buy a bottle of it just to say, ah, I've got celebrity Ooh, alcohol. Wow. Just to ha- yeah, just to have but, it. If you had to say, oh, my God. oh man, at home I'm almost out of aviation gin, I'd or out of just Terramana, out of Terramana, I'm almost out of both of them, or whatever. I would that, definitely buy both of those before I bought this, or whatever that Dan Aykroyd vodka is. What Skulls is it? and a skull. I don't have that. Just just to have the skull. That's I have. Up. The gin and tequila. The barrel Armida is... I was about to say... So much better. I just tried it versus the new barrel bourbon that Brian brought in, and it is light years different. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> like, so much flavor is in those barrel bourbons. <laughs> Dude, that it's one's, not that, mass produced. <laughs> hey, what does that say on the front? It's like pear and like a bunch of cool shit on there. It says, bourbon whiskey finished in pear brandy. Rum in Sicilian Amaro casks. Yeah, I those taste all. I was about to say I tasted every single one of those things, especially the pear. It's very caramelly. I will say for sure. my favorite part of the proper it smells twelve. Like, it smells like a goddamn melted caramel. Did you smell that? Yeah, 
My favorite part of the proper 12 was the label where instead of like right before it says drink responsibly, it says drink properly. Right. Great. <laughs> Brand, yeah. Clever word Clever. choice. Clever. I thought you were going to say cover your junk. Don't hit below the belt or something like that. <laughs> Just goes drink properly and then drink responsibly. Yeah. Get hammered, but be responsible while you're hammered. Be responsible about it. But this oh. barrel, oh my God. It's like... Mm. It's like sipping on a fresh caramel batch. <laughs> it is, dude. It's really good. I love everything about it. Go barrel any barrel product. It's so that impressive you buy. how barrels—they're all so different, though, right? Mm-hmm. They're always good. This they don't one, taste the same. There's like a there's like a spine, like a back note that runs through all of them, but like it's not—it's like a tether, not like a dominant thing. Like yeah. I don't taste this. The, what was the one we had before? The um, the seagrass one we had. We've had s- oh, seagrass. Seagrass is way different. Yeah, it's they're so different, right? But you can tell it's a barrel. Like I've started noticing. This as is like tasting. Them, there's a, still like a thing where I'm like, this is a barrel, and then it goes yeah. in a direction, right? This is like tasting a slightly spicy caramel candy, almost like a caramel peril instead of. It apple. literally, it's like a caramel covered. Spicy pear. It yeah. literally coats the mouth like when you're eating it's a caramel clove candy. Or something. Like I took a sip yeah. of it and like it just coated the it entire. Does. Like you just literally just ate melted caramel and it coated your mouth in yeah. a good way. And buttery then caramel though. Seagrass is not like, the salted caramel. But I just caramel. drank some alcohol and ate some sour patch. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Seagrass is like I'm getting candy. Right. And then you have dovetail. No, one of the things. One of the things dovetail, I didn't notice yeah. on it. And I looked at the flavor our wheel because it was interesting to me, and it it has tobacco in this, and yeah, I have a different. So I love casually smoking a pipe, yeah, and I get this feeling, and it's more so a tongue feeling rather than like mm-hmm. I taste it. It's just how I feel it on my tongue. That when I drank this, I was like, "This is familiar," but I don't know what it is. And then I read that, I was like, it is kind of like when I will smoke a pipe, that feeling I have on my tongue does give me hints. I'm not going to say it's overpowering, but it gives me hints from drinking this uh, that is kind of neat. So that's another... And I, as I'm sitting here after taking taking a sip and just the aftertaste, I do... I do Of all the flavors, I do feel or taste a more of a tobacco aftertaste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's one of those flavors in bourbon that I never was picking up. I think we mentioned this a couple episodes back in season two, where I was like, oh, yeah, like, it's tobacco. Like, it's that flavor that I could never explain to somebody when they're like, well, why do you like bourbon versus whiskey? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. both hands are up, and I'm like, there's something different here, you know. Yeah. But that's one that I've been picking up a lot more now that we've done this. Mm-hmm. 39 times. Another another <laughs> thing they have on the wheel is lingering. What? And that is something, well, it's just the, the idea that the taste the stays with it. Stays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is so cool because there's not a lot. We've only had a few that really fruit? stay with you for this long. Yeah. It's got a, st- like a staying power, this one. Yeah. I think it's because it does that. We were talking about like it's coating your palate. It is really it's chilling your out palate. for a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then when I like, I've been just taking it, and this is one of the ones that you want to like. You don't want to chug. You want to like sip. Yeah, sip. Mm, sip. Yeah, I think mm. the 
the first one that we tried that I thought of it that way a little bit was Wathens. Hmm. We got the Wathens, and I was like, I'm keeping this flavor longer, but it wasn't like this, where no. it's like coating no, everything. Definitely not. And it's then we got this the barrel. very interesting. Because then we had New Year barrel right after that, and it was almost like we took baby steps into hmm. the barrel. Yeah. And every single one they've had has had that staying power, where it's like, you take a sip of it, and you're like... That's delicious. I want to hold on to it. Yeah. Barrel, if you're listening, we have loved every single thing you have put out there. Sponsor 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 us for the love of God, please. Just give us a discount on the $300 bottle (laughs) at the local. No, we don't even do that. Even if you get like a 10, 15% discount on all bottles, that would be great. Hey, we'll take it. I was close to buying three today, but I only bought one. So... If you just like that's us on, on Twitter, you. that'd be cool too. Yeah, barrel, <laughs> I mean barrel. I mean it's pricey, but it is worth it. Like every oh, time, every time I've had a friend that's well, bought it now, they're always yeah. so happy. I mean we we've been the same way. We've every time we've bought a I've bought two bottles of seagrass um, because I think we have one here, don't we? Where yeah. is oh, it's the Infinite Barrel Project? Oh no, but I've bought two bottles of that and. They're Currently, I'm not going to ever not consider buying barrel. Yeah, New Year. Oh, we we barely have. We have like a, we have like bare, one sip whoa. of each one left. We don't have if any we more. We want to make Year. it corny. We can <laughs> barely have any. Barely <laughs> love it. No, it's gone, guys. It's wow, gone. Ryan is such a loser. But yeah, having an Irish whiskey versus a bourbon, they are so different. It's interesting to do that though. Like, go, like, if you're at home, like, try other things compared to the things you like. Like, see, on this see level, how different they are. This I level would, is. I would do it a little, a little differently than we did. I would probably take a little more mass produced uh, bourbon if you want to compare them better, because we're taking a highly mass produced Irish whiskey to a very craft. Yeah, bourbon experience. Well, to be fair, Ryan Reynolds can do no wrong, and that dude just bought a gin company, and you're like, ah, it's a celebrity buying a gin company. And we tried aviation, we're like, no, he's not fucking around. Just like, oh. he continues to not fuck around every film he makes, so I mean, whatever. I don't want to sound like I'm just I just I just assumed that like Conor McGregor being Irish anything, but would give a fuck I, about uh, this. <laughs> Wait, if I'm ever, I only buy his gin because yeah. I like it. It's great, right? Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. But that's the thing. Like, it's a I celebrity. I always have a bottle of it. I don't like. Just, Barrel's hey, not a. Barrel's not a celebrity. Just like the Rock poached thing. I always have Terramana at home. Right, because it's good though. Yeah, you don't have Dan Aykroyd's Terramana Reposado. <laughs> right. Ooh, solid, solid pick. This episode not brought to you by Terramana. But the Rock, dude, we love you. We love you more than Barrel. If you would sponsor us, we would drink Terramana. We yeah, would Brock drink would just, Zoas every dude, day. He we retweeted would. me one time. Man, I, we would be I had all saved on over my the products you like, serve. Retweeted you, not the podcast. Yeah, it was just me. We already are all over the products you make. So, <laughs> Rock. Yeah, like the Zoa, too. Rock and Ryan, I man. I said it. The Zoa Energy, which is just, didn't it just come out? Yeah. Yeah. Well, at the time of this recording. <laughs> it might have been out for years at this point. Noise. 
But All right, no. so bourbon section lasted a little longer than usual. Well, I mean, we did too. Well, well, we had to pivot and compare them against things. Yeah, we had to pivot. Pivot! Pivot! I, I recommend trying pivot! things versus hey, things you like. Hey, Ryan, so. I am not unhappy with this pivot because I did it with a, a fucking ridiculously good bourbon, so I'm happy in the face. So good. Neither am I. My whole mouth is much happier now that we replaced the Irish. Well, now that you're so happy. I can really make your mouth happy. Now that you're so happy. (laughs) You ready for cons? Segue out of this, please, sir. Speaking of making our mouths happy. (laughs) You ready for cons? Cons? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) My brain's empty. I'll go first. I have yeah, please no, go first. I have no cons. Get out of here. <laughs> I really don't either. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let me try and think of one. Mm. Yeah, think of one. Did you think of, did you both put zero for your when you rated? I think we I think we put one. We have to have at least one. I think my only con What? What is that face? I'm sorry. This is a side tangent and mainly <laughs> because we were talking about Zoas and we were talking about the energy drinks. They he has made a blackberry acai flavor of Zola. All right, we're done here. Oh, man. Headphones yeah. off. Holy <laughs> hell! That's a that's a fifty fifty shout there. I see. We had one that was great and one that sucked. I trust him. I can hear my son. Tiebreaker acai here. I'm buying tiebreaker. <laughs> He's buying it right now. Literally, it says I can get it by Sunday. I'm like, I'm buying now. I own it. <laughs> well, that means we'll have it for our softball game on Monday. Hell yeah! I'll bring you one. Let's do it. Nice. Okay, cons. Good segue. Uh, <laughs> still, I can't think of anything. What um, are we doing? Snatch. Talking about snatch cons. I think my only con is that the heist is not like the Focus. focal point of the whole movie. Like it falls it's in the what starts it's the MacGuffin. The whole- it starts the whole movie, and that's why it goes into this category. And then it becomes like three or four different. By the time, by like, the time you get to that, after all that shit that happened, and then you realize, oh, they're sitting down giving to Doug the head. You're like, what are they giving to him again? Like, what the fuck? Oh, the diamond, the diamond. Yeah, it, it turns into <laughs> like three or four different bungled heists along the way. Right. I, I think maybe that's my only con is like, I want it to be a little bit more. I guess Ocean's Eleven-y, where it's like you have the one big thing that has to be pulled off to, you know, have the movie work. Right. And they get it done so quickly in the beginning, and it goes off flawlessly. They get it done, and they get the diamond, and then then the rest of the movie is, like, off to the races, and there's, like, eight different things. I think I would rather see it be reversed. Like eight different things that all just somehow piece together into this perfect heist. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a con, but at the end of the day, not really. Because I still so happy with the outcome. love this movie. Because then at the very end, they show you how they have created an even per- more perfect heist around yeah. all the, of yeah. this. The twist then comes the around. The Pikes have their own like, Everything's fine. Heist. On top of the heist, they didn't even the Pikes weren't even involved in the diamond at all. No. They were just boxing and taking all the money from the bookies, basically from the boxing yeah. matches. So, but yeah, that's that's my only thing I can even think of that I would put into the category air quotes right. of cons. So that's my one. Ryan still zero. Come on, <sighs> can't think of one. 
You can agree with me. That's fine, too. I mean, I can give you just like a corny um, something I didn't like is how some of the editing is, but it is, it's very fit for the late 90s, early 2000s style. I just didn't like it. Like some of the, some of the way they cut, spin the picture and all this stuff. I'm just like, eh, not a huge fan of it. I thought your con was just going to be that Tyrone doesn't use the mirrors. I don't care. (laughs) It's like, come on. He can't even turn his head. (laughs) Um, He's like Batman. He's like, it's right behind you. I can't see behind me. <laughs> I can't. Uh, when you come, when you go backwards, things come from behind you. <laughs> but yeah, I don't really have any cons. I guess if uh, if I had to nitpick, and I can't even think of nitpicking. It's tough. It's, t- it's tough. This is. I mean, it won our championship for a reason. Like. It was up against this and Spaceballs. Go back and listen to those episodes because they're great. Technically, but the dice decided this win. The we, dice decided. We voted for Spaceballs. The dice sat on the right. I didn't. I said we when I looked at Wit, not you. It was two, two to one. And I voted for like, Snatch and it won. Which is why I don't have any guns. Yeah. It won because of. <laughs> was it. Uh, I love it. 12 20 sided dice decided this for us. <laughs> well. <laughs> Not even real ones either. What you gonna do? <laughs> Digital. Be bitter. So I'm gonna well, you know what decided our movie rankings for freaking Marvel? A scale of one to four. Who the hell uses one to four as any Within. of their rankings? With with nobody. With it. Yeah. So like- I don't want to hear this whole twenty sided <laughs> dice thing. Hey. Neither one of those makes sense, just so we're clear. (laughs) We're all just like, just trying to make it here, okay? Do you have any cons, Ryan? I just said no. no. I was just just double checking. No, you can cut me off. That means the floor is yours. All right, so the only, I'm going to elaborate on the con I spilled during our bonus March Madness for this when we were talking about how we weren't going to talk about cons, and then I hadn't fucking talked about it anyway, like a moron. (laughs) Uh, is Bricktop. So, like, Bricktop, for me, in every scene you initially see him is this, like, this super smart, devious, evil fucking criminal mastermind, right? Like, he's in control of this group. He's obviously not the biggest fish in the group because he's always, like, answering these two other assholes at the the, uh, fights and trying to... He gets pissed because he's promised them a thing and he hasn't fulfilled it because, of the, you know, he keeps not diving in yeah, the fourth. Yeah, but those, those guys should have gotten smarter after the but, f- first fight. Well, my problem is if I, Bricktop is the one who fucked up by wanting... See, he just watched, or not watched, but he found that his prized boxer who's about to go to a fight got knocked out in one punch by this pikey who hustled him, right? He spent... A bunch, a couple minutes stretching and getting his, the shit kicked at him by this boxer. That wasn't just punching him, boxer. He was picking him up and throwing him across the goddamn ring over and over again. And he knocked him out in a single punch. I would have used that dude to win a bunch of matches and then made him dive. Like, it doesn't make sense that they would make him dive immediately because he's underestimated going in. So everyone would probably bet that he would get his ass kicked. So that doesn't seem like a smart bet to begin with. And you think he would, like, oh, this guy took out this fucking dude? Well, no one's going to expect him to do that in the main, in this underground thing. We'll just put him up against a big dude and bet 
that he will lose. Everyone make it. I mean, he's losing. And then let him win. If this movie took place in New York, this could just be a like backdoor Mm -hmm. prequel to Daredevil, man. Right. That's the thing, right? It could just be like, but, oh, Mickey is like suddenly Daredevil's dad. Right. Cool. But my thing is, like, I would have loved to have seen like a longer montage of them of him winning a bunch of fights, like fighting for him. But it only was like a couple of fights. It didn't seem like a lot of fights that they were fighting. Well, they and then they, then put this part where he now changes gears and decides to make him dive, and then he won't. So then he takes out his mom. Well, they do the time. thing where they explain who he is with the Jason Statham voiceover, where it's like, right. By the way, he's a championship bare knuckle fighter. Like, right. But, but you don't see that. So all you see right. is the one fight. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, like in this world, he's a bare knuckle boxing champion somewhere, but not where he is, which is why they travel. And like, so he's uh, got no documents and just picks up in like the wind. <laughs> but the idea that Tommy doesn't know him and neither does Gorgeous George. And they underestimate the shit out of him. And then, uh, so that's the thing. It's like, I, I would have liked to have seen him do that a little differently because I, I lost a shit ton of, like, basically, like, his speech about the pigs, his the way he deals with Turkish when he walk, he's just in his apartment and he asks him for tea and he's like, you want some sugar? He goes, no, thanks, Turkish. I'm sweet enough. And then, like, just intimidates everybody all the time. And then he drops the ball so hard in this specific scenario where he could have made a mm. shit ton more money if he was a little bit smarter in that room. Because... It just seemed like a loss. That was a huge thing for me because I, I think of that every single time I watch the movie. There, yeah. No, I hear it, and there's. Oh, son I mean, of a, what did I just do? <laughs> Holy ball sacks! Um, <laughs> my God. You're like I messed up my mic. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so uncomfortable now. Um, hey, don't what, worry. What that's all. Saying? That's all but staying no, right there in the episode. Oh, yeah. I'm aware. <laughs> um, but yeah, I can see that. The the moment really after that first fight where uh, Mickey knocks the guy out in the first round, yeah, just the way he transformed mainly with that one dude of like, oh yeah, I'm so sorry, I'll do this and I'll do this. Yeah, there's that moment of vulnerability which he hadn't had at all, right? Which I can see. Yeah. I mean, if you combine it with those scenes where the, it really takes him down a peg, because you're like, yeah. wait, he really isn't the guy running this thing. He's the guy who's supposed to be putting up a fighter, and he's supposed to come through for these other guys who are higher up and more maybe parliament dudes or whoever, some guys that are bigger in the country than he is. He just this guy who has a pig farm and and <laughs> does like you know dog fights fighting and, of all kinds. I mean, it's a decent Dogs. con. It's a decent con. Yeah. Yeah. How many more do you have? Like 16, I don't have. Them. I don't really have any more. I, that was the biggest one I have because it, it's the only one I could think of. Because literally all the other ones that I would have are like they're minuscule and and nitpick, like he was saying like editing stuff. Like the first time you watch it, it's a bit tough to follow. And then I heard a thing that Guy Ritchie purposely made Brad Pitt's character harder to hear because one of the biggest criticisms of Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels was that. They couldn't understand some of the accents in that film. It was hard to hear. So mm-hmm. he deliberately put a character in on purpose that spoke a, an unintelligible accent that not just the audience, but also the characters in the movie couldn't hear, which yeah. is interesting. So like, but the problem with that is like, it is tough to watch it the first time because the main dude, the most popular by far actor in this film, 
that everybody, most people in that timeline would want to go see were Brad Pitt. And then you can't fucking understand him the first time you see it. And you're like, what the fuck did he say? And then you watch it a couple times. It's like, oh, once you, I will, once you like, once you have an ear for his accent and you can start, and you hear some of the words, all of a sudden it opens up and you yeah, hear everything I'll, he says. I'll never forget like my friend being like, explaining this movie to me. And he was like, you're going to have to watch it more than once. Yeah. He's like, and not just because of Brad Pitt. He was like, yes, that's a factor. But he was like, you're going to want to watch it more than once because of how much stuff is going on. Yeah. And, and there is, he was not wrong. Yeah. There are, you're right, like three major Has it always camps. been our left ears that are off? It depends on which way you put the headphones on. I feel like we have this conversation every time we record. <laughs> I literally just put him back on, and I was like, wait a minute, something's I broken. I feel like I'm deaf in the wrong ear. <laughs> One of them has an R on it, and the other... But yeah, that's so interesting. Uh, <laughs> only one con? Yeah. I mean... He's well, just I mean, excited. Con, He's excited to make that. his dream. I, my second con would be that. It's confusing, because some of the plot doesn't... If you don't pay attention to every detail, you could easily get lost. If you don't understand what uh, Brad Pitt's character's saying, he does... Have, he does provide some very important context or at least what he's doing or trying to do yeah and all the but scenarios. i don't think i don't think we can classify that as a flaw of the film it's well, more of a it flaw is... of the audience <laughs> well that's the problem what's a con right like it's not a film flaw unless it takes you out of the movie then it's your con your personal con you know it could be it, a con i would say i was saying to him while you were taking a peepee uh that uh, i heard everything you said <laughs> well i'm just saying the idea of that i was saying for me was just that it to kind of double up on that is just the first time i watched it it took me out after watching it once i cracked his accent and i could get it it was all open from there well also, also part i like the first time the watching it, it it's also a lot of british slang humor yeah. that you also well, don't yeah. know what it means like i said mm-hmm. during the in the bonus episodes it's got some of my favorite accents across the board like russian yeah. fucking pikey oh all, man it's all it's, versions it's, of english it is a master class and in it even has work. the dude from uh what's it spud from uh train spotting he's a dude that uh bulltooth grabs by the the tie and gets information out of my driving with the car in yeah, the window that was good <laughs> Oh, you mean uh, the uh, it, 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 <laughs> you mean the guy from School of Rock? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, no. School of is Rock. Isn't he the guy that like wrote School of Rock? I don't think that's the same actor. I think it's. Oh, uh, that might be. It might be a different one. He's the guy from Train Spotting who shits the bed. <laughs> Train Spotting. He's got a very thick, hard to understand accent himself. All right, so I'm interested to hear you explain. Your drink you brought for us, the beer. What drink, the hell are you yeah. The okay. triple beers. So everyone knows what a black and tan is for the most part. And most people have had a Guinness in that black and tan normally. But I once went to a bar that no longer, sadly, last time I was in New York, it no longer exists. But it's called Beth's, and it's a Irish pub. There's multiple ones in New York. Multiple ones <laughs> yeah, where get, I'm from. Get all your misoplas out. Get all my misoplas together. That's a chef term for getting your shit in place. Um, <laughs> didn't know that. <laughs> it's French. You, you do now. When you like, when you uh, I do now are re- creating a recipe. I'm now a chef. You get all your ingredients, <laughs> your tools, your knives, your cutting board, your all your ingredients, all your shit. Because if you start a recipe and then you go, oh fuck, I'm trying to make this pork loin, and I got all the seasonings, but where's the fucking pork? Oh uh, shit! <laughs> like you well, have the, sad, all your stuff. the saddest part is that you mise en place all the time, and you still. 
forget at least one forgets. thing. <laughs> I mean, I could have told you that sounded French. Always forgets. But... I always tell my staff all day long, mise en place, get your shit together. Get your shit together. Oh, chef, I made the whole thing for tuna salad. We don't have any tuna. I'm like, well, I guess we're saving that, you dumb fuck. Wrap it I up. guess we're making a chicken salad. <laughs> chicken salad. <laughs> yeah. Chicken salad it is, you boo. All right. No chicken. Uh, <laughs> ham salad. So this uh, best place had this beer called, they referred to it as the Trinity. And as you know, Harp makes uh, Harp Lager. They also make Smittix, Irish Red, and they also make uh, Guinness, the delicious stout so um, i'm gonna so i'm gonna try of, to explain exactly what you're doing you're starting with the he's heart pouring Start so currently beer. what he's doing is he's pouring a liquid into a glass yeah and then he's <laughs> moving to the next glass and pouring that same liquid into a separate glass but he's starting with the heart yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but i'm not gonna let you finish and tell them what he's starting with i'm just gonna let you know that he's now <laughs> trying to create three equal amounts in three different glasses. <laughs> you're like it could be water <laughs> who knows so he's now completed that with a first liquid now he's about to take his second liquid which is a different color <laughs> and do also, the same okay. thing wait wait but different it's not the color that's the difference. It's the... What's the difference? Well, it's also the... Well, the, the style of the beer. The viscosity of the beer. Viscosity. Such so, a scientist over gosh. here. Gosh. Well, it's important because what I'm doing is layering three beers on top of each other. Yes. And Viscous liquids rise to the top. You, you don't Come want on. the heaviest... You don't want the heaviest one on the top. This is basically a lava you lamp. You want to trick the heaviest one to float on the top. Trick the it. The thinnest one is at the bottom... And then the heaviest. Oh shit! I just want to make sure it's even. So, in other words, the easier way to make this would start with the Guinness, then do the no. same middle beer. See, no, the no. then you just have three straight liquids, and then you no, then you, have a, then you have a smoothie that tastes like shit. No, <laughs> the easiest way to make this is take three different beers, put all of them in your mouth at the same time, and just gulp. <laughs> Now he's pouring it over his special spoon. Call a layering spoon. His layering spoon. Layering spoon. Okay, I can dig it. I can dig it. It's actually pretty cool looking. Uh, single <laughs> listener, Ed or Jared. <laughs> there are officially two different layers to the beer. It's pretty cool. I can't wait to see the Trinity take form. It's a giant head on it, though. It works so much, for the record, it works so much easier, faster, and smoother with draft, obviously. Well, that makes Pouring sense. Pouring a fucking bottle on a goddamn jerry-rigged makeshift fucking tablespoon that I made, <laughs> for the record, is tougher. And also, splitting it evenly three is harder than doing so it. So what's the second beer Second beer again? is Smittix. Smittix? Uh, for the record, do not ever... It's spelled Smithwix. Don't ever say that. <laughs> I I know this guy I used to piss off my favorite Irish bartender in Providence in, Rhode Island, in Newport, Rhode Island. He was a banquet uh, manager, and our bartender was this guy uh, who was straight off the boat from Ireland, and he had the thickest Irish accent. Louis, would his name, and uh, he gets so pissed. He'd be like, "Can I get a Smithwick's?" And he wouldn't serve him until he said it right. <laughs> and he also Louis. My favorite thing about Louis was the sneaky way he would pour Guinness, and he could do it with the foam and like draw pictures. And my buddy Kevin, who would always get, he drank Guinness all the time. He drank like uh, 
three during this story. He was telling this long story. So Louis, what? I want to see the bottle. Outward. I went to, by the way, I went to this brewery in Ireland, Smix, when I was over there a couple years ago. So good. Um, we made, we didn't make it to the Guinness Brewery before they closed. They, they online they said they, at one time, but they closed early on us. We got pissed. We missed it. But my wife has actually been there, to the actual factory in Ireland, Dublin. But anyway, Louis was really good at drawing uh, symbols in his uh, in the head of the beer. <laughs> And he drew like a shamrock in one, and something else harmless in another. And my, but when, when he waited to the point where when he says har- Kevin something else harmless, he means he drew a penis. Oh yeah, Kevin was telling the story. <laughs> Kevin was telling the story, and Louis drew a straight on, full on cock and balls, and spun it so it was facing him dick first. <laughs> and he was grabbed it, and then right when he's about to tell like the like the what, most important the drink part of the or story. The dick? He grabbed the drink, and he went to drink, you and he looks at he goes, and he sees, he looks up, and he sees Louis at the other side of the bar, just laughing his ass off at him, like waiting the whole time to see him touch this drink. It's so funny. All right, so we're adding the Guinness. Guinness is the last part now, and it is the paste de resistance. There we go. It actually worked. It actually did work. Yeah, there's three totally yeah. different layers, and they're all starting to slowly blend. Yeah, that's Love. why I wanted to wait till we were about to get to it. We have another round of each beer, so we can do it again. Do the double trinity. Yeah, it's pretty Third. cool looking. Like oh. you can, you almost cool? just fell out of my chair. <laughs> Ryan almost <laughs> just dropped it all over the place. Somebody take a picture of it so that we can like put it yeah. on the website. Yeah, yeah. hit up. Yeah, guy who does all the stuff for the website. <laughs> oh, sorry. That somebody the, should be me. Get the uh, label in it. The logo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, if you want to do it at home, you can bend a spoon, or you can buy a layering spoon at, on Amazon. Which yeah, should have done. Make sure you just buy it on Amazon. Or if you have, but in a, a pinch, a pair of pliers and a tablespoon will work. <laughs> exactly. If you want a MacGyver it, but it is uh, one of my favorite drinks. I. When my wife and I were still dating, she came to visit me when I was in Vegas. I went to a Riraz, which is a every major fucking city has a Riraz, which is an Irish Charlotte. Pub. Charlotte has a Riraz yep. that I used to go to Providence all the time. Irish one. pub. New York has one. Vegas has one. But uh, I'm sure Atlanta has one. Atlanta, I think Atlanta has one. Maybe they, two. But Maybe I went up to the bar Atlanta. and I was like, "Hey, can I get a Trinity?" And the guy's like, "What?" I'm like, "You don't know what a Trinity is, bro." <laughs> he goes, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "It's Harp, Smithix, and Guinness Laird." He's like, "Oh," and then I. I got a couple of those for uh, me uh, and her friend Katie. Well, well even after taping, so t- taping, taking a pretty good sip off of it, I still have the layers. Yeah, I like. I'm it. pretty impressed with the. I didn't fuck that up, so the layers are are stabilizing. It look, I mean, it's like making a a dressing. You know, you got to get the emulsification right. You got to get the balance right. <laughs> I like all three beers separately. Yeah, I like them all together. They yep. work well. All just right. like all three of the major groups in this movie clashing together into the car Everything accident. just... It's all connected. It all connects. <laughs> it's like my favorite scene of the movie yes. in beer form. There's definitely more than three groups. Well, there's the... All right, let's pour some proper 12 in there. And some... <laughs> oh, we really missed the quality element for that. Well, <laughs> too late. <laughs> Nice. Just like, okay, what else can we add to the it? Deep, we get some the, Baileys. The, the teaspoon has been moved. 
<laughs> but no, it's it's delicious. It looks cool. Yeah. Love everything about it. All right. Final category. Should we uh, reboot, preboot, sequelize this? It's been sequelized. No need to reboot it. No need to recast it. Have I answered it for all of us? Is it a sequel that they did? Like the Technically, sh- no, but why would you? It's a show, right? Like They did show. make a show. I don't know how long that's been on or how long it lasted. It's like Ron from Harry Potter. But Ron. This <laughs> I don't think this movie or or especially with what Guy Ritchie has done with his other films really lends to the need for sequels. Right. Yeah, it's it's a standalone. He's just gonna use the same characters and make a different movie. He yeah he made he made somehow. lock stock and two smoking barrels exactly he made rock and rollo exactly <laughs> I mean the only thing he would do is be to use the exact same characters in another movie like mm-hmm. same actors and everything in the same roles like it'd be a sequel but I don't see why you would no like oh my no, god no. you're right 2017 starring Rupert Grint Ron Weasley yeah but what the fuck is the point. It's a TV I show. saw that and I was like, eh, I'm not going to bother with it. It's 21 episodes. I mean, I don't really know how you make a TV series out of this unless you're tackling it from a different point of view per season or something like that. That'd be kind of cool. I guess they're just trying to snatch something. So, gold bullion this time, not diamonds. <laughs> trying to snatch something. Um, right. But no, I agree. Like, there's, there's no reason to do a sequel. Um, I wouldn't try and remake it. Like, it's so good as it is. Like, it's perfect. Like, I don't know why they even would have tried to make this TV show. Money Um, with money. Oh, right. Money's a thing. Money. Money. But, Ryan, we make this podcast for free. (laughs) Like, we don't think about money. We hit the money button. We tried. We did hit the money button. We'll see. One day. Um... But yeah, uh, sadly they also made a Lockstock series too. So they, they did really. That was in two thousand, like right after before the Snatch came out. They, they tried to make a show. Oh, there's only seven episodes, so not as successful. Not didn't quite make it. Didn't have the Harry Potter pool. Um, <laughs> yeah, the star power. So I mean, if you're not gonna reboot it or make a prequel or a sequel to it, is there any character that you would have? recast in it like have a no. director in it are you out of your dang mind i have to ask it it's in our note page. disgusting <laughs> oh god ew gross i, mean, no, I suppose i, I suppose you could have replaced brad pitt's character with somebody else like i don't if it hadn't been brad pitt and it was everyone else and i'd never seen it before like it would have been a character that was so out of Brad Pitt's element that it could easily be another actor's out of their element character. I just can't see anybody else doing it. I don't yeah. can't think of a suggestion, but I'm just saying. I don't. He's the only character that's not like kind of a stereotype that we've all known of. Yeah, right. You know, right, like right. Dennis Farina plays like the Jewish American New York yeah. guy, right? He mm-hmm. he's the king of that fucking role. So why would yeah. he not play that role? You know, yeah. and like 
Boris yeah. the Blade is he's like the Russian dude in every fucking movie. He's perfect. Even yeah. <laughs> Mission Bones. Impossible Two. Right. Yeah. He <laughs> makes fun of, he parodies that Bert himself and and Eurotrip and Bratislava. <laughs> yeah. I guess for me the only yeah. thing I the only way I can think of it is like what actor do you wish yeah. was in this movie that's not? Like No. For me it's Gary Oldman. Every time I see it, it I kind of want to see Gary Oldman as Bricktop. I don't know why. I don't I know. Just, I mean, I, you did, kind of. You saw him in uh, Fifth Element. <laughs> just as dumb. <laughs> it's just... Oh, yeah. I mean... Didn't wear the glasses. But also, Gary Oldman is one of, those, one of those actors that I'm like, I just want to see him in a he lot more stuff. He could easily disappear in there. Yeah. Um, I could yeah. have seen Mark Strong as, as fucking Bricktop, too. Yeah, well, Mark Strong was in The Gentleman. And yeah. so he is in... One he's of these guys, rock and roller too, and yeah, and there's and a lot he's of in, uh, revolver. Shit. No, you're right. It is it. It's not the gentleman. It is. Uh, it's the Kingsman. You think it Hey, I just watched well, the Kingsman today. It's not bad. It's the not new, bad. The, the, no, it's pretty bad. The prequel. It's not one? bad. No, the prequel. It's not oh. as good as the other no. films. No, but it's not no. horrifying. It's no. I do I do remember sitting in theaters when we first saw the thing. I was like, what the hell is this? Like another Kingsman movie? Yeah. And then all of a sudden it shows up. I was like, <coughs> oh my God, I have a gift. I have a gift. Right, right <laughs> Fiennes in there. And I was like, they can't, they can't write Ray Fiennes in there and fuck it up. And then they did. Yeah. There's like we're from digging a, holes third, and... a third of that movie that's good. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. And then you're like. There's a, there's a couple of good parts in it that I like. They're yeah. just not. I feel like when the the sun gets shot right in the middle of the head. Yeah. Wait, what? (laughs) I didn't see it yet. Just kidding. Whatever. Well, sorry. Ah! I haven't finished it yet. (laughs) Yeah, but we're not talking about that movie tonight. (laughs) (laughs) But we we recast and reboot that movie. I mean, spoiler alert: our next movie we're doing in this season is not not the king. Not. Not the, the King's, King's Man. Man. <laughs> From what I saw of it, it was not that bad, but it wasn't great. Um, it was fun. so for Snatch. Would you? You said you would pick Gary Oldman. You want? You put him as Bricktop. I think Bricktop would be a good role for him to be in. I think he'd pull off. Like exp- like having Gary Oldman giving you the speech of feeding people to pigs. Yeah, would be great. That. Like he's been in some badass roles too before. Like. Billy roles, so oh yeah, like he'd be a really good just like you think that he's in control of everything, and then Brad Pitt tries to undermine him, and then he tries to. Well, that's why does, kill I mean, his mom. That's exactly like, why I told you that from Fifth Element because that guy it seems like he's always in control, and then he's really not. That weird fucking space rock, yeah, being is, but that's melting his mind. That's the only one I can think of off the top of my head because like I just want to see him in more. Movies and I think the Guy Ritchie films, especially, would be a yeah. really good niche for Gary Oldman to get into. So, what do you think about Michael Caine? Is it bricked up? <laughs> Michael, uh, no, thank you. Why not? <sighs> Michael Caine, Michael Caine is too much of a gentleman. What are you talking about? It's perfect for him to be a villain because he's always a good guy. No, he's been a dick before in movies. He was a dick in the uh, um, now you see me movies. Yeah, he was just a rich asshole. <laughs> it's Harry Potter's dad. 
Um, I don't know who I can see Michael Caine as in this movie. I could totally see him as Bricktop. He can do that speech about the. He can pull it off, yeah, but that's not my first choice for Michael Caine. Like, yeah, definitely not. What do you think? It's Turkish or or even fucking the Pikey? I can see see Christopher. I can see him taking Brad Pitt's role right out from under him, (laughs) like circa Batman Begins. That 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 timeline. (laughs) Yeah, twenty years ago. (laughs) I don't know. I, I. I would like to see him in some Guy Ritchie movies, but I don't think he fits into he this. He's in movie. Kingsman, so yeah. Yeah. Well, he's in. Yeah, Kingsman is a Matthew Vaughn movie, though. Like, uh, well, so is this. This is. I'm talking about director's style. I and know stuff, and what writing. you're saying. I don't know. I don't think he quite fits into this one, but I would like to see him in a Guy Ritchie mil- <laughs> mil- mil- movie. Um, <laughs> if I feel like it bricked up as the only character that could be recast well i think it's probably because we don't recognize him as a regular actor yeah like could you name who he is right now no. he's awesome nowhere near the top of and my he's brain. perfect but he's an english actor that we don't know right other than vinnie jones who we do know <laughs> other than the one that we do know um but no i i again no, like, say them, you think? i want i want <laughs> i want to see these actors in this guy's movies, but for this movie, Snatch, yeah, it's pretty much it's a, 99.99% great, perfectly casted. Great casting. So good. Yeah. All right, we've had our bourbon. We've talked about our it's, movie. I, is it practically bourbon. perfect or incredibly incredible? Oh, we're not rating it. That's not a Marvel movie. <laughs> First, we already decided for... for uh, uh, no, uh, here's the thing. I know. I had to just bring it up. I for snatch to get for heist movies, though, within its own genre, ratings. it's pretty fucking good. It's it's definitely a really good top of the chain heist movie. All right. So where do we go from here, though, is the big question. We're changing it up a little bit this season. We're going to, instead of just waffling over ideas for 20 or 30 minutes, we're going to put whatever movie we're thinking of based off of maybe it's a character from oh, this shit, movie was... maybe it's an actor maybe it's we're doing director. one you pick the wrong one, piece of paper and ooh. we put it into the hat i was trying to make a list ooh, ooh, i need a pin here you go there's like nine i literally on the pen? mic why did you give him your pen i could just give him a pen you could have kept your pen now i gotta give him a pen you give him a pen i give you a pen too many pens. But I'm interested to see, like, do you guys go based off of the director? Do well, you go off of an actor? I started writing on, I meant to write on this sticky note instead of the t- paper you gave me. I already made two, three categories. One's Brad Pitt, one's Vinnie Jones. I already have it ready. I'm already ready to go. So what'd you pick? What's in the hat? Well, you'll find out. Whew. So we might all put the same movie? Love it. There's no chance either of you picked this movie. <laughs> Are you sure? I know for a fact. As long as it's not like Sherlock Holmes. I know for a fact he didn't pick this movie. I just hope it gets picked right now. Because that would be really fun. Really fun. And when I say really fun, I mean really fun. Extremely fun. Okay, Extremely fun. Alright, Paul. Hold on. There was Waiting on you. I had this movie in my head that was one that you guys wouldn't probably have picked either. And I just lost it though when you said I that. I want to change my pick, but I already put it in there. I just want mine to get picked. Shit. What the hell was it? I'm just saying. If you pick mine, it's going to open the door to a lot 
a whole lot of fun. <laughs> a whole lot of fun. Whole, all I gotta a say. whole lot of fun? Hmm. Like a lot of, like a decent That's all I got to say. Uh, <laughs> I can't figure out, based on that clue, what he put in here. <laughs> a shit ton of fun. That's not going to help you either. Fuck, I can't but, even decide right now. All right, Paul, we need you. Oh, my sweet Moses. Any pick. Dude, there's 40,000 directions I can go in from this movie. Pick an mm-hmm. actor and I can go in 20, 10 movies. Yeah, just pick one. I don't like your attitude, all right? You're so fucking fishy. <laughs> Give me your fucking hat. Give me the hat. Oh, I missed. <laughs> That's why you played volleyball. <laughs> all right, so we got... Neither one of us in this room plays basketball. That's what I just fucked up on. So let's be clear. I'm five eight with shoes on. Trust me, I get it. So I we was got this three. Tall and I play good at volleyball. I never we got I none of three picks in the hat. Who wants to draw from the hat, Ryan or Paul? Because I'm holding the hat. Or You're me. Biased. Okay, you want to pick something? You're closer. Close your eyes. Robot crane. Has no children. Robot cranes. Life is free and easy. Well, I got two. Oh, oh, oh he dropped, dropped mine. So it's not my movie. Oh, let's please be it. Oh no, it is not mine. What Fight Club. God, you Damn it. suck. You put Fight Club in there? Yeah, I did. Damn it, wit. Fuck, wit. I almost put Smoke and Aces in there though. What'd you put in? Casino we have Royale. Casino Royale. Oh, damn. We damn, that's what I'm saying. Well, Royale would have gone right into Bond. Exactly. But like right in the middle of Bond. And though. the other choice no, would well, have been Technically, it's the start of New Bond. It is. But it's just one Bond. Yeah, the but start of one Bond. so many fucking films, it's like, it might as well be in the middle. But do you want to draw again? Take no. Fight Club out? <laughs> I put Rock and Roll in there because I thought that Rock and Roll, Fight did. Club, I like Casino it. Royale. I like Rock and Roll because it's got interest. Oh, just about Guy Ritchie. Or not, I mean, uh, Gerard, Gerard Butler, Butler in it. Tom Hardy. There's so many people in it that are great. Just, that one that one has a lot of people. Yeah. Every really time good. I see and then this that one movie. gives another branch off. We can I, go to Edges Elbow if you're next. I just can't help but think of Fight Club when I think of this movie. Like, I can. It's a hard movie to watch. Like the it 40th is. time. <laughs> For like the 200th time. I mean, it has a... My thing with Fight Club, Here's it has the thing. a sixth just wants to make, on it. He just wants to make our way back to the freaking Incredible Hulk. He does. <laughs> he, wants to get, he wants to get Brad Pitt back to Ed... The quickest like, way possible damn it, he just is wants right to get through Ed Norton. I, I can't put it in there because we've already had that in a season. We did already watch know? that movie and we will never watch it again. So that's clear. No, I will not. I will. I probably will at some point. <laughs> Until they make a better Hulk. Uh, I'm reminiscing about this podcast. I'll watch it again. <sighs> but until I don't then. Know. I mean, Fight Club's good. It's great. It is good. It's I a good movie. Seen, I haven't seen it in so long that maybe it's worth a revisit. I think it'll be interesting, yeah. like, talking about, like, what your favorite scene is, like, who's your favorite character, your cons you have with it. Like, it'll be a good movie to do an episode on yeah so that's I mean, why I Fight Club the, the first time you watch that film is incredible I'll give you that it is really good but it's like the sixth sense where the second time you watch it you're like I know the twist yeah you know your twist and you're just sitting there looking at but every time to see I like, will tell you right, this when am I gonna see this there's better twists I would I'm gonna argue this and this is gonna be a hot take I would say the Fight Club twist when you watch it the second time and you see like what you were talking about before about going back and like when you see a heist movie like Inside Man, you're like, where where do I see the threads? Like where the parts that I missed the first time to not catch the twist. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, there's legit like one frame flashes of Tyler Durden in scenes that if you weren't paying attention or you sneezed, you would have missed. 
they're like, boop. like he just flashes behind him in like full like furry coat and yeah. shit. And like the plane, there's a couple of scenes where he's already in the very beginning of the movie. He pops up until before he's ever introduced. I think I'm and, just uh, really interested in watching it because ever since we started this podcast, like I've been watching movies with this totally different like lens. Yeah. And I'm interested to see that movie with this lens on because I can't wait for you to use your PC lenses on it. I've never used the <laughs> PC lens on Fight Club, so it'll be fun. But yes, so to quickly recap it, I mean Snatch, just a really fun movie. Yeah, Snatch is great. I it'll mean, always be great. It, it will always be great. It'll always be good. Don't remake it. Don't reboot mm-hmm. it. Like mm-hmm. it's. Man. It's so good. Recommend just, it to your friends. I'm just now sitting in this idea. To your family. Knowing that. Not your kids. The two films that we picked would have led to a lot of fun. Yeah. And this everything one, else. It could lead to a lot of fun. Either Wits either goes Ed Norton or fucking Tim Burton, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking Hulk or Batman. He wants to make his way back. God damn it. That's it. I figured it out. I mean, Jared Leto's in there, too. Is he in that movie? He's in Fight Club, isn't he? Yeah, then we go to Suicide Squad. Great. Is he still like... <sighs> well, I guess we can go to Morbius next and get that shit out of the way, too. Yeah. <laughs> Just get it the first takes episodes. <laughs> we'll follow up Fight Club with the, with the first no. takes of fucking Morbius. <laughs> but no, I mean, this is a fun movie. I've had a lot of fun. I've also had a lot of fun. I've been Wit. I've been Paul. And I'm going to walk about Sage and slap you in the face. I'm right. Who's slapping me in the you gonna, face? You going to fight him? <laughs> no, just slap him. You going to turn him into soap? Nope. <laughs> just one slap <laughs> and walk back. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>